In the classic Disney Pixar animated film, The Incredibles, there's a scene in which Bob Parr, the alter ego of the hero Mr. Incredible, has been forced to conceal his secret identity and his amazing superpowers. He's had a long day at work. He's just been fired. And he was driving home in his old, run-down automobile to his ordinary-looking home in the suburbs. He glumly stepped out of the car, shut the door, and noticed the neighborhood kid on his bicycle in his driveway. Bob Parr asked the kid, Well, what are you waiting for? And the little boy looked back at his bulging muscles and superhuman physique and said, I don't know, something amazing. To which Bob Parr replied glumly, Yeah, me too, kid. Me too. As we enter another Easter Sunday together, we can acknowledge for a moment that we feel a lot more like Bob Parr and a lot less like Mr. or Mrs. Incredible. Over these last two years or longer, our capacity to experience wonder and amazement has been diminished and at the very least concealed. Our desire to experience something wondrous and amazing has, has often led us to try to escape the ordinary and mundane of life. That's why so many of us during the pandemic, as soon as it was permissible, hopped in our cars and got on planes to get out of town to experience things like the natural wonders of our country or the thrill of live theater or the frenzied fandom of a sporting event. When we long to feel wonder and amazement again, our first instinct is to escape, to go find it elsewhere, anywhere but here and now. But maybe God is calling us to find wonder in a different way, in a more powerful way, not by turning away from the darkness and heaviness of life, but by daring to look right into it. It's just like Peter made the choice to turn toward the empty tomb, not away from it. And by looking into the face of suffering and grief, that's where he discovered the amazing thing that God was doing in the midst of despair. A few weeks ago, I came across a stirring video of a man named Denis Karachatsev, a resident of the city of Kharkiv in the country of Ukraine. The video shows him seated alone on the streets of what he calls his heroic city. Around him are the crumbling ruins of once proud buildings, rubble all around him. Karachatsev is a musician seated with his cello and for the duration of the two-minute-long video, he plays the prelude to Bach's Cello Suite No. 5 in C minor. It is a slow, intimate, lingering melody, which one commentator said was Bach's way of depicting silence through music. Karachevsev recorded this piece as a simple act of beauty and defiance to rally his people and the world, to provide aid and relief, to be a glimpse of hope. And as I watched this two-minute video, my only response was that of wonder and amazement. Sometimes the most moving moments of wonder and amazement happen not by escaping the realities and struggles of life, but by staring it in the face. Or in the case of Peter in Luke's Easter Gospel, 
by looking directly into the empty tomb. That's what happens in Luke 24, verse 12. It's an intriguing verse for many reasons. For one thing, not every biblical manuscript even contains Luke 24, verse 12. I mean, if you look in your Bible, there is a chance that there will be a footnote saying that some Latin manuscripts don't even contain verse 12. The consensus of scholars is that verse 12 was originally in Luke's gospel, and for whatever reason, it was either accidentally or intentionally omitted in later manuscripts. Maybe a scribe or a monk fell asleep at the quill and skipped on to verse 13. Maybe someone thought the verse portrayed Peter as too skeptical and doubtful, and they wanted to improve his reputation. Regardless, verse 12 is in our Bibles, and we can be glad that it is because it includes a really important message that we need to hear today. For one thing, Peter's precise response to the resurrection is a significant Greek word. When he looked into that empty tomb, he experienced thaumadzo. The New Revised Standard Version translates that word to say he was amazed by what he saw. In the Common English Bible, he wondered to himself what happened, but neither amazement nor wonder fully captures that Greek word that Luke used. Thaumadzo in Greek means marvel. He saw something jaw-dropping and stunning, something that he could not fully capture into words. That thaumadzo is one of Luke's favorite, most important words. He uses it all throughout his Gospels. The first time that Jesus ever opened his mouth in public to preach his very first sermon, the people experienced thaumadzo. When Jesus stilled the storm and calmed the waves, thaumadzo. When he cast a demon out of a man, thaumadzo. And here, in Luke 24, verse 12, Peter experienced thaumadzo, a marvel, something amazing. Luke's Easter gospel is clear about where we can find wonder. It is in God's power of resurrection, which we can discover not by escaping the realities of life, but by staring directly into the hardship and sorrow and grief that we're experiencing. Peter ran to the tomb. He got down on eye level with the tomb, and he stared into the tomb. And that's where he marveled at the resurrecting work of God. And that's how you can find resurrection in your life today. Friends, if you are longing for a sense of new hope and possibility in your life, if you are like that little boy in The Incredibles, waiting for something amazing to happen, then it is possible as the cellist of Ukraine has demonstrated, that resurrection can be found by looking directly into the hardship of life, into the tomb within your own life, and find God's work of resurrection already happening. Today, if you are struggling with belief in Jesus and how to claim the Christian faith for yourself, Luke would invite you to look directly into the empty tomb of your disbelief and into your heart and see the possibility of at least practicing the faith until you can believe it. That's the wonder of resurrection that God is doing in your life. 
If you are struggling with your prayer life, with doubts about its purpose and effectiveness, then Luke would invite you to look into the empty tomb of your skepticism and at least keep on praying until you can believe it. That's the wonder of resurrection that God is doing in your life. If you have a strained relationship with the Bible, wrestling over its words, even, even struggling to read it at all, then look directly into the empty tomb of your struggles and keep on reading it every day until you can believe it. That is the wonder of resurrection that God is already doing in your life. If you have doubts about God's love and God's presence in the midst of suffering, then serve others until you can see it for yourself and discover God's hope and justice being resurrected through you. And if you've had a bittersweet relationship with churches in the past, betrayed by Christians, harmed by organized religion, reluctant to make any church a part of your life, then keep on showing up, looking into the empty tomb of your woundedness, find a faith community like ours, and begin to see the hope that Jesus can bring you. God is doing something thaumadzo, amazing and marvelous in and through your life, and you may only discover it when you dare to look at the darkness within you rather than trying to avoid it. This is something that people in the recovery community have discovered only when they hit rock bottom and acknowledge their powerlessness can they begin to discover God's ability to raise them up to new possibilities. And that's why, starting next Sunday, we hope you'll join us for a new six-week series called Rise, 12 Steps with Jesus. It will take the spiritual principles of the 12-step program and apply them to every aspect of our lives, whether we're in recovery or not. It will include a personal workbook that you can pick up and, and follow along with scripture readings and daily exercises, along with small groups that you can sign up to be a part of. All of us are looking to rise to a new life of hope and possibility, and we will discover together in this exciting new worship series how these principles can help us look directly into the empty tombs of our lives and rise up with Jesus to a brand new life. You'll want to stick around to the end of today's Easter service for a preview trailer of that important new series. Frankly, I think the most convincing argument for verse 12 being included in the original Gospel of Luke is that apart from Jesus, Peter is the most important character in the whole Gospel. And verse 12 is the pivotal moment for him. When he goes from being an impetuous, brash, fallible, and undisciplined follower of Jesus to the bold, courageous rock upon which the church has been founded. Because the next time Luke tells us about Peter, it's in Luke's sequel called Acts. It is there that Peter has just received the Holy Spirit along with everyone else on the day of Pentecost. And when Peter got up to preach his very first sermon in front of a bewildered and confused crowd who had just seen the Holy Spirit touch the earth, how does Luke describe what the people experienced because of Peter? 
Yeah, you guessed it. Something amazing. Acts 2, verse 7. And they were all amazed, and Thaumadzo marveled. If you're looking for something amazing in the world, then begin within yourself. Let God show you the empty tomb within your own heart and allow God to raise you to new life, to, to transform you from Bob Parr into the Mr. and Mrs. Incredible within you so that others can see you and simply say, that's amazing. Let's pray. God, once again, you are doing something amazing. You are and have been at work in our lives, even though we were unable or unwilling to notice it. And just as you raised Jesus from the dead, raise us to new life in him. Strengthen us to look deep into the suffering and struggles of our lives and in the world and give us a glimpse of your resurrection already at work that we might be messengers of your grace, your amazing grace for a hurting world. In Jesus' name, amen.